The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who don't understand English, or my father. Dad, I know you want to support me, but seriously, put the podcast down and walk away. Happy Father's Day. Listener discretion is advised. Wholesome Kink and Perverted Knitting. I'm Sarah Arcane. I'm Lansing Mike. And oh word, what a wonderful uh, couple of weeks it's been. <laughs> no, well, okay. Um, well, because I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast knows uh, what happened last week. Um, but if this is archived or something or, you know, you're time traveling listening to this stuff. Um, a week ago, June 12th, 2016, in Orlando, Florida at the Pulse nightclub, a person walked in with an automatic weapon and murdered 49 people and injured just as many. And there was a standoff and then finally was killed by the police. And that yeah. was just a week ago. So it's been a kind of a crazy week. Yeah. Lots of talking heads on all of the cable channels opining and pontificating on minimal information. And of course, everything that we heard during the first 24 hours was wrong other than the death count so oh even the death count um the because i start at 20 yep, yeah and then, and went, then up. went up well the yeah. thing is i did not hear about it till about six o'clock in the evening sunday because i got through the whole day um i was out i was running some programs at you know uh things and just was not around news or media and i was mostly uh with kids so it wasn't a topic that they were aware of and i'm kind of thankful for yeah that. um but i was supposed to have a meeting at six and I'm waiting for the people to show up, and it's about quarter after. I'm like, I got What's the I got on? the agenda yeah. last night. Um, I know we're still supposed to have a meeting as of last night. Let's check my email, and I saw at one thirty, we're canceling the meeting for a vigil. I'm like, oh shit, what? And I heard Pulse. My first thought was City Pulse, the local newspaper. Uh-huh. It's very gay friendly. I'm like, yes. Did something happen with City Pulse? And then something about Orlando. I'm like, Orlando. Orlando. Go on Facebook, and then scroll by and saw. Which oh. also meant I was half, it was in the middle yeah. of the vigil that they were holding downtown at the Capitol on Sunday. Which, I mean, that, in less than 24 hours after a massacre and there's a vigil. That's how fast the world is becoming. Yes. Yeah, not just 24-hour news cycle, but... Bang! Stuff yeah. happened. Yeah, so stuff I was like, happened. Oh. So, and I mean, I could have gone to the one at The Rock at MSU. I could have gone to the uh, lanterns, uh, you know, sky lanterns being released for the victims at uh, Spiral that night. I just... It wasn't how, I mean, I kind of wanted to be a part of things and be a part of the community, but also I just did not feel like I, interacting. I, I had a pint of Ben and Jerry's and went to bed early that night. I binge watched Clone Wars season two. That works. Just because I was like, I just want to be in on my couch. Um, I think, and I was eating something too that was like comfort food, but I don't remember what. But I just remember it's like, I, I want a cocoon and... I, I kind of missed not being a part of the community, but that's kind of what I did last night. I went out to the bar. I thought, it's a week after. Damn it. I'm exhausted because it was a long fucking day. But I went out to the bar. Most, you know, partially, well, actually, a big way to kind of is my thing is like, no, these are our places. And I'm being here because, you know, there's 49 people who can't be at their bars, you know, this week. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it, it's brought up, I mean, I think the thing is, my cranky old man yelling on this end i wish that we could have had a week or a month of mourning where we just hear about the victims and that's one thing i've seen pictures of them i've seen their names their ages i think that was important to put yes to yes. show that there's 49 human humans. beings yes, yes. And it's, this it's is who not, they were yeah that it's not a statistic it's, it's, not, a it's not a number but yeah names and faces and i wish we could have and then had the people jump on their personal causes to use this as the example why we need to and a lot of those personal causes i agree with i mean you know i'm a lefty i you know guns and religion i think are both things that are kind of dangerous it gives some people comfort but those that you know get angry about it it's also used as fuel to hurt lots of other people but even the 
those things I agree with when I'm seeing it that day coming up. And, um, and also there's some other things that were, because uh, talking about the attack, there was some hyperbole and some people kind of mentioning, well, no, it's like, oh, the worst massacre on, you know, shooting on American soil. And right away it's like, um, uh, I think that might yeah. be Wounded Knee. Or, yeah. you know, where 200 and some uh, First Nations people were gunned down. And, and it's like, worst terror attack since 9-11. <laughs> What? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So, I mean, but, but, so a lot of jumping to stuff right away, and even though even though the facts may be right, and the, you know, I would agree with the opinions, I would like to have seen holding off a little bit longer, I mean, waiting for the bodies to actually be cool and the services to be over before we start making policy based on it. And some policy, hopefully, but, you know, I mean, the sadness is, yeah, when, you know, how many, yeah. how many deaths do there need to be? It's like, you know... Before we, you know, you yeah, know. Thir- thirty dead kindergartners didn't do anything. So I mean, a handful of you know people died because of tainted Tylenol, and now you have every you know product out there is hermetically sealed and capped. Yeah, and you know, you know, forever and ever, and uh, you know, but how many people dropped and were like, nope, can't really do anything about that. Yeah, I mean, now you know, hundred milliliters of liquid, and you have to take your shoes off to get on a plane, but. I can I can still buy a semi-automatic rifle in 15 minutes with an expired license. And I'm almost thinking about doing that. Honestly, uh, that is kind of my reaction. It's like, if there's a war coming, I want my side to be armed. You know, if this comes to a shooting revolution, it's like, okay. Yeah. But that's also the kind of thinking that, you know, and we're also America. We're not going to come to that. I mean, we're all talking about revolutions and all that, but no. Sometimes even the poorest of us are not hungry, you know, we, we might be downtrodden and, you know, pissed off, but, you know, absolute homel- hopelessness and, you know, hunger and death, that doesn't happen as much as it's happened other places where, and I think that might be what it takes to get people to actually have a revolution. Yeah. But we don't, I mean, but it's not that bad, you know, we, we get angry and there's bad things out there that we have to fight against, but... The fighting has to be with words and ideas and ideologies. And the ballot box. Yeah, yeah. and not with guns because it it works at first and then you set up a new thing that's probably just as bad as the old thing that you overturned. Right. I mean, there is a group out there called the Pink Pistols, Mm -hmm. which are, you know, gay, armed gays for Mm -hmm. self-defense. And they promote concealed carry and responsible gun ownership. and, And they have seen a spike of interest and uh, the trouble yeah. is because i i think of the situation like this where you yes you have you know a bad guy with a gun and it's like well what cures that well good guys with guns except how do you tell in the field who's the good and bad guys they're yeah, all just the only guys was, with guns and there was armed security at pulse and armed cops at pulse and still four, 50 people dead plus plus the shooter um, but, you know, it's, and well, even that, you know, it's like, well, there's, you know, armed security. Well, then how did that, you know, happen? I mean, is that, is that a known thing that we know yes. there are people there? Yes, we know that there was armed security at Pulse. Well, then I wonder, were they just rent to cops? Do they have real guns? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have those details. It is still too soon. Yeah, that's that. it, too. Well, and also, but I mean, you know, in the chaos, it's like, okay, you have a person shooting people, and then you hear people saying, oh my gosh, there's someone shooting. And then you right. have a quote unquote good guy with a gun trying to shoot that shooter. Well, then a third, you know, a second good guy with a gun sees someone with a gun right. taking and aim on somebody, and, and you know, yeah, how, you know, yeah, yeah. and you know, and are you that good with your gun that you know you can just hit the one person that you are aiming? Yeah, at and, and what's, what's behind them? What's to the side of them? And it's it's very complicated, and I think we've seen too many movies where it's just, or we have the thought experiments of, well, if that psycho is coming through, you know, murdering people. You know, uh, there was a shooter on a campus who was murdering uh, mostly women engineering students, I think. And, like, you know, people were barricading them. And it was like, oh, if only some people in those classrooms had guns. You know, that's the thought experiment. It's like, well, yeah, you know, someone breaks in with a, you know, a automatic, aims it at me. Well, I know that they mean me ill, but it's never that clean. No. Yeah. The same thing with torture, you know, it's like, oh, 24, just, you know, torture that person because they have information that's going to save thousands. And it's like, are you sure? No. no but, no. you know, that's me. That's lusty well, me also. Yeah. Plus, I mean, do you, you know, and then on the night when it, you know, on 
all the other knights there, do you want multiple drunken people with firearms? And that's the, you know, I, I kind of joke about... Uh, no, it is a joke because yeah, part of me says I need to get you know I need to you know learn how to use a gun, get a gun, um, you know, get a assault rifle, you know, because the joke and the, the sad truth is no, I don't think I should be someone with a gun because I get angry, and I don't think I would draw it out and use it in anger. But who knows? To kill someone, no, I'm pretty sure not that. But to scare someone, to destroy property. To shoot out someone's tire, do something like that. Passion. It overrides the reasonable parts of you and makes you do stupid things. And better to, you know, punch a wall and hurt your own knuckles and maybe put a dent in the drywall than to shoot out a window and possibly hurt a bystander or someone, you know, over across the way. It's like, you know, passion. It grabs us. We're humans. We're basically, you know, we have limbic systems that override sometimes. Mm -hmm. And also, um, you know, I think also just, you know, matters of road rage. There's many people who piss me off incredibly on the road. And it's like, you know, again, you're not thinking that you're going to hurt them, but have, being armed, it's like, it, I know myself well enough that I don't want to be in that position. Also, the other extreme. Sometimes there's just really fucking bad days that you are just having a horrible day. And as they say, you take a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Mm -hmm. I've had family members who've done that. And I know the you know, repercussions. Like, okay, maybe they're at peace now, but the ripples that have gone out throughout the family because of that. And, not, you know, right. it's like shit. And, you know, there's bad days, and a gun is a terribly effective way of doing lots of damage very quickly yes. before you have a chance to really think well, about you it. You know, looking at Australia where they banned and, you know, seized many types of guns mm -hmm. uh, in the wake of a mass shooting, one of the things they found that surprised them se several years later was that the men's suicide rate dropped like a rock. Because the men would have to resort to the other methods of like you know, cutting themselves open or taking pills, which give you a moment to realize, what the shit have I done? Oh my God, let's right, call. Right. Or be found. Or... It, you wake up feeling really miserable hours later and realize, oh, I didn't do this right. Yeah, I didn't take nearly enough. But, um, Ugh. you know, and that's, you know, there's so many, yeah, it's very, it's it's complicated. But it, I think, you know, things I've seen that have given me hope, there's been a lot of hate coming out afterwards where people, like, you know, are giving their opinions, hateful opinions afterwards. Yes. And honestly, I'm thinking, I'm sorry, but, and so many people have spoken up against them and repercussions have happened. Yes. Whereas in the past, maybe you could have some jerks saying, oh, well, 50 pedophiles did, ha, ha, ha. And people just being uncomfortable around them and saying nothing. Nope, sorry. There's people castigating yes. you and just saying how vile what you've just said is. Because, I mean, my feeling is when you say that kind of hate, you know, yeah, it's your opinion, but also you may not be pulling the trigger, but you are goddamn studying the arm of that person who's holding that gun. Um, you know, you may not set the fire, you know, to burn out that building full of people you hate, but you stacked up dry kindling around the base of it all the way up to that, waiting for someone else to do it. It's like when you're preaching or discussing hate at some pulpit or the podium, yeah, you're setting the stage and you, there's blood on your hands too. <laughs> That's why I've, I have found peace, joy, and love in universalism. <laughs> I wish it were more popular. The, the biggest problem with universalism is that there is no drive to convert anyone <laughs> to universalism because they're already saved. So, well, that's the yeah. Um, yeah, things with that. Um, like I said, so like people I'm speaking out against, and I think that's good. There's, a, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people reaching out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's been a lot of people. You know. People who've been, you know, anti-gay in the past, who've, you know, seem to have, you know, rethought it, now realizing, no, these are people too. I may not agree with them right. or their lifestyle, but they are people. And and let us not denigrate those people for their past. Let us congratulate their their evolving views. I mean, because we all evolved. Yeah. I had a friend who. You know, she was kind of really annoyed and pissed off at her parents for, she came out and they're like, weren't immediately accepting. And she's like, oh, uh, I just can't understand this. And it's like, honey, it took you 27 years to figure yeah. yourself out. Can you give your family a little bit of time? Yeah. yeah. Give them, 
Give him at least six months. But um, yeah. you know, but then also um, even things like uh, I guess a Chick Fil A had opened up to help you know relief workers and that. Yeah, I'm sure that was the manager and the staff itself. But that also reminds me, like even when there's corporations who I really hate because of their stupid policies or their management, not management or owners usually, it's usually the owners or the CEOs that are the ones right. calling the shots on those stupid or hateful policies. The people working in the trenches there are trying to make a buck and oh, yeah. probably I'm, I'm sure. actually maybe even allies. I'm sure that the people working at Hobby Lobby are just the nicest people you could ever meet. It's just, you know, the... The, the policies of... The, the, the policies and the management and those the with the money and... But, anyway, uh, yeah, so, that, so like I said, I think it's bring up a lot, and I'm kind of curious. I hope that in 40 years, Orlando will have the same weight as the term Stonewall, as being something that changed. I don't know what yet, but... You know, whether it's even gay-focused or just us as a community, you know, society realizing, you know, we need to stop doing things the way we've been doing. Yeah. It's, uh... <sighs> but yeah, so yeah. it's it's something, and I think it's going to play out, and we'll find out more of what and why's, and we'll see what happens. But Yeah, yeah and that was a cap off to, yeah, a, yeah I've just been... Grumpy since the the last recording oh. in general through all sorts of things. Um, the last recording was a bit ago too. Was it two weeks ago? Was it just two weeks? Okay, yeah, it was just two it weeks. Feels longer. Ago. Okay, but yeah, because that that was after the unpleasantness at First Friday. Oh yes, the yes. The, the, the 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 frustration and disappointment. Right. The and so that theme continued. Oh yeah. So yeah. So yeah. I wanted to say Monday. Because two weeks ago was supposed to be, was that DBC? Right. Oh, because yeah, because yeah, we got Saturday yeah. and that night was supposed to be. Was supposed to be DBC, which I skipped. Okay. And then uh, later that week, one of the local guys said, hey, you want to hook up, have some fun? I was like, yeah, I was, I got to the point where I was in the car with the keys in my hand and he texted me back, stand by. And he had to cancel. <laughs> Now, he's only five miles away, so it's not, you know, I, I wasn't out anything and I hadn't even burned any gas. And also, you know, was like, yeah. you know, had, as soon as realized things weren't working out, was like, oh, wait a minute, wait. Yeah, uh, that, that he... But still frustrating. Uh, you know? Yes, still frustrating. Tried to make it work later in the week. It didn't. Oh, well. Maybe it'll happen one of these <laughs> days later. Then this Saturday, last, no, week ago Saturday, okay. was... Um, number six. Oh, uh, that got rescheduled this month, uh, back one week from usual. Oh, was it? Wait, I thought it was last night. No, it was last week. Oh, okay. I'm not sure why he shifted back one week in June, but he did. Okay, shifted back. Okay, because yeah, I thought. Yeah, for some reason I thought number six was last night, and it was like, but I was busy, and okay, so okay, so I didn't miss out as much as I thought last night. I missed on lots of things last night. We can talk about that. But okay, so number six, <laughs> so, we're back. N- number six, so I it got... So it would have been two weeks in a row. It would been two Saturdays in a row for hijinks and right. dungeons. So, okay. so I, I did go to number six, okay. and when I opened up the door, they said, hi, you don't happen to have any hamsters with you. The power's out. Oh. And the power stayed out uh, until uh, first... So I got there about 7.30... A cell phone and the local utility said it would be up about eight thirty. Like okay, we we can hang out till eight thirty. Eight thirty comes, they bring up the app again. Now they say three thirty. Oh. Like okay, you know, myself and you know, then the air conditioning had failed and had you know about twenty guys <laughs> upstairs mm-hmm. getting kind of warm. So. A few of us went downstairs. Where it should be cooler because it's a basement. Cooler and darker. Not completely black, but darker. And had some light, pleasant fun. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't break out all of the gear because we couldn't really see that well. I mean, he had a few battery-powered lights, but I'm not going to flog somebody by lighter. Yeah. Not down there because, yeah, with the ceiling, you really have to be able to see what's yes. going on. And then I said, you know what? Forget I'm Grabbed one of the blankets, lay down on the ground, put the rim seat over my face, and I said, free mustache rides. <laughs> and one guy said, just a minute, let me get cleaned up. And 
okay, thank you. And I'm sitting there waiting, and then, bing, oh. lights come back on, and I had situated myself directly below one of the lights. Ouch. And, yeah, so I was like, I'm blind! But... What time did... So what, about what time was About a uh, quarter to ten is okay. when it finally came back okay. on. So we were able to have a bit of fun, but really the ener- by that point, the energy of the night had gone. I met up with the guy introduced to pup again, and okay. we pupped out again. And Because, you know, you can do that easily in the dark. It's mm-hmm. just scratches and, uh, you know, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Who's a horny boy? You want a bone? Pup, you want a bone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puppy wants his bone. I'm sorry, I'm just listening. Um, <laughs> I listened to Welcome to Night Vale, and that phrase, who's a good boy, is kind of chilling now because of the most recent story arc it's 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 it has connotations <laughs> it's like oh god <laughs> it's god damn you night vale you ruined who's a good boy to me <laughs> ruined arby's actually arby's is so sweet because of night vale now i just think of it as like you know oh my gosh that one year after episode when in the parking lot of the arby's looking at the lights it makes me. It makes me happy. <laughs> a queer happy. Okay, they're, they're they're such a cute couple, aren't they? So anyway, so yes, listen to Welcome to Night Vale. It's a wonderful, yeah, so I, 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 wonderful I, queer content, and it's weird. It's Prairie Home Companion meets X Files, mm-hmm. and with a good taste of Lost and yeah. just weirdness. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's weird. But so the the pup we pupped out again, and he wants me to give him his pup name. Oh. And I've been thinking about it. I still haven't figured it out. I need to do more stalking of him on Facebook. Thing is, he I think he probably changed his avatar for Pulse. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of people have. And I am much better with faces than names. Oh. So I'm looking through my friends list trying to find his face. And I don't see it. But I see a lot of these Pulse, Pulse. And I'm like... Well, all right. I'll, I'll remember who it is one of these days and be able to come up with an appropriate pup name for him. And then I just have to swing by Myers and um, get accoutrements. Accessories. Yeah. Yay, accessories. You know, what's a kink without a reason to go shopping? I know. I mean, the, <laughs> what I think more appeals to me about kink stuff is the crafting opportunities. It's like, and pups is like, oh my gosh. Big hoods you can make and stuff, and it's like oh, and that just seems so cool. Yeah, and it's not like, that I've done it because you know it's like pff, time, time and space, time, it's, space, it's, and money. It's amazing how quickly your apartment can just fill up with you know crafting supplies. It's like I need to make space to have a crafting area to start using up some of these supplies. Yeah, it's well. a vicious cycle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, so so we ha- okay, so skip DBC. Yep. Did pursue number six. Um, I don't think I've done anything. Yeah, the, I've had nothing kink-wise really in the last two weeks, event-wise. I, I mean, the only other fun thing I've, I've had is that on Friday night, um, Veritas took me to the Book of Mormon oh. and had a blast at that. Hmm. If it is coming to your town, plunk down the money and go see it. It's really well done in this touring production. And okay. I saw it la- was it the last time it came through. I saw it. it was, I don't know if that was last year or the year before, but saw it and enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, then went to the bar afterwards, and two of the actors were there at Esquire. And, uh, you know, I'm not brave enough to do anything, but I was there with a friend and his mom who had just seen it, and she was fearless and just went up there and was like, oh my gosh, you're in the Book of Mormon? Oh my gosh, can I have your autograph? Oh, let's talk. Let's, you know, hang out with you. And it's like, Bless you, lady. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that was very sweet and cool. Yeah, I don't know that I would, if I saw somebody at the bar like that, I don't know that I'd go up and, and hang out with you, but I hang out with them, but I would probably just go up and and say, I enjoyed your performance tonight. And I think, yeah, because why else would they be at the bar except it's like, okay, we want to meet local people, and yeah. hey, if that's an excuse. I mean, if they're just interested in just drinking, they could do that in their hotel room. Or just being amongst each other, it's like, you know, they're probably tired of each other by that point. Yeah. It's like, I want to see the local, I want to meet the locals. So, yeah. I mean, the only thing I really did was going to the bars. Um, I think I went one Tuesday night and just, like I said, my trouble is I'll get home and it's be late. I really, it's too late to really start anything, but I'm not ready to go to bed. 
And if it's a halfway decent weather, it's a good excuse to go out for a walk. Like I said, go to the bar and back is an extra two miles of walking for me. Mm-hmm. So hug in a podcast and just walk to the bar, get a drink, walk home. So that was kind of Tuesday. Um, I think it was Tuesday. Uh, and then I went out last night. And last night was had been a long I woke up at 4.30 in the morning. Had oh, a dear. full day. Um, being the nerd I am, I was taking part in free RPG day. Oh. So ran two full sessions of a game, played in a full session. So from about, yeah, from 5 a.m. till about 9 a.m., I was just up and active and doing stuff. And it was like, I'm thinking I'm going to crash, but it's like, it seems too early. My body, if I laid down, I think, I don't know if my body would go to sleep. So I walked <laughs> up to the bar out of curiosity. Um, more nerdness. It was lovely. Um, two uh, young women were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crown Royale. Um, there, there's Crown Royale real Regal Apple is yes. one of their flavors, yes. and they're they're in these like shimmery green dresses and giving out uh, free samples, and they had a box full of Crown Royale bags. And I'm like, oh, dice bags, dice bags. <laughs> and, you know, and they said, well, if you stick around, we're going to do some more stuff. They're giving basically that was they were giving out T-shirts to people. In theory, larges. It was one size only. Supposedly a large. European large. Or a child's large. Because, um, yeah, I put it on, it's like, this feels like a snug medium. And uh, it's like, just had to take a picture. And I was like, okay, suck it in. I'll do it for a t-shirt. And it's like, as I said, I'll be a corporate show for swag. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And, and then, you know, they put dice bags out on all the tables. And no one was really taking them. So I, I left with three. Probably could have left with more. But I'm like, I don't want to be too greedy. Who needs more than really three dice bags? But... <laughs> Yeah. And also, if you want bags, uh, I think lots of bars tend to have, you know, the bags. You know, it's like, okay, you know, if, they, if you have someone who's at all hoardery, it's like, oh, I'm sure we'll find out something with these bags. Yeah, I bet I bet I could probably ask Cerberus if, if he has some extra Crown Royale bags floating around. Well, and also, each of the different varieties have a different color. And so, like, there's a green one for the re, uh, the maple flavored, had a brown reserve has a black so it's like interesting um it's funny because i met a friend i hadn't seen in a while and he was joking about he picked up one and put it as crotch and he's like yeah i used to put these on as jock straps and then walk out and you know terrorize my roommates and i'm thinking oh that would be pleasant to see because he's um he's i've never seen him naked but he's pleasant to look at clothes and i've heard from sources that are in the know that he has a very nice penis (laughs) I, I could also seen it being used as a nerdy sporin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like so. It was like all yeah. So it was like so it was fun. And again, I went out because I wanted to get a walk and just see who was out. It was really slow when I first got there. I got there ten ish or so. And it was pretty dead. The doorman told me that Friday had been really busy, but I was also out there. Honestly, Orlando. You know, I thought I didn't go to vigils, but it's a week later exactly. Bars are kind of our temples, our places of safety, our, you know, mm-hmm. it's like we do a lot and, you know, I'm going to honor it by going out. Um, that's one thing, I wonderful thing I've seen about Orlando is, you know, yeah, it's like we don't want your, you know, don't pray for Orlando. Uh, hug for Orlando, kiss for Orlando, dance, march for Orlando, dance, sing, fuck, fuck for Orlando. Yes. It's like, yes, because fucking is something. It's it's part of our community and I think to be embraced and realize, yeah, I think, you know, the appropriate use of anger is, you know, getting things done and, you know, speaking out when you hear someone just saying shit, you know, not necessarily mm-hmm. shout them down, but at least bring it up and it's like, wait, you know, confront them, you know, right. and, you know, get that dialogue going. And if not with them, at least, you know, or at least it makes them realize, oh, maybe that shit I'm saying, you know, not everyone accepts it, you know, tacitly and th- agrees with me. It's like, nope, there's going to be a lot of people who don't. That's why I don't speak to a certain coworker for months now because, he was very vocal about some stuff, and it was complete shit. And I called him out on it, and that opened up. And, you know, it's like, okay, see where your true feelings about me lie. Yeah. <laughs> pity pity we work in the same room. <laughs> oh. The beauty of podcasts and earplugs, right. though. It's like, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, don't have to pay attention to you. We're like two high-strung cats. It's like, we can be in the same room, but we don't have to be in the same world. <laughs> yes. I have one coworker who gets on my nerves, not for religious, gay reasons, mm. or anything like that, but yeah, just something about her gets on my nerves, and yeah, when she's on a tear, 
uh, podcast and I get really interested in the minutia of my work, so I don't have to pay a lick of attention to her. Thank goodness. So, so it sounds like so it sounds like six was weird and yeah, six was a little weird. Okay. Well, that's why I thought like again last night. I thought again I really want to go out to the bar too because like I said I had planned. Mm-hmm. I was planning on doing the free RPG. I didn't know who might show up or so I thought I could go on late and so I didn't. You know, I thought six was happening and as such, I'm glad I didn't text you saying, "Hey, how was six? You know, are you at six or that? Yeah, because that've been very confusing. It's like that was last week. I was like, oh really? I'm trying to think what was going on last week for me. Because I thought I texted you uh, to confirm that you weren't going to be able to make six. Yeah, time. and it was confusing because I I have a look at a calendar. I'm pretty sure something was up. I don't think it was just like, but I'd be sad if it wasn't. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're kind of a busy guy. I mean, yeah. No, I'm I'm bad at managing time. Is what I am, and well, so that just makes things busy. Um, yeah, that yeah, try, trying to get a get together going. Oh, uh, with yeah, uh, yeah, uh, just socializing and things yeah. like that. It's like, hey, we got know some people who have similar interests. Let's get together. And it's like, when can we do this? And it's like, well, not then, not then, not then, and not then, like, not then, not then. Yeah, can't do it next week. You're doing something next weekend. Mm-hmm. Can't do it the weekend after that. That's Fourth of July weekend. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing something then. How about next weekend? That's DVC. They. Mm-hmm. They delayed by a week. Weekend after that, that's number six. That's right. That because DBC, I thought I was going to be missing DBC because of Fourth of July, but no, they put they put it to the next. So like, oh, so yes, I should be able to do DBC. Oh, that good. was a, that was a good thing. It's like yeah. So yeah, again, even that has been all confusing and weird. It's like ah, uh, but oh yeah, that's right. In fact, I probably could have gotten sex Tuesday night because I ran to someone who I've hooked up with in the past, <laughs> and they were there, and I think he was interested but then he had to run somewhere he goes are you gonna still be here in 20 minutes and i'm like it's kind of late and i can't guarantee and it lasted about 10 minutes before thinking no because even if he is back in 20 minutes who knows it could be 20 minutes could become a half an hour to 40 minutes to an hour and 20 minutes or never and then where to go and what to do and i really need to be up early tomorrow and it's like it's already late it's a school night. I can't have shenanigans. Oh, my word. So, yeah, so that's my, how bad of a sex-crazed gay I am. It's like, oh, rather sleep, get an early start in the morning. Yeah, no, I no, I, I've, I have also gotten to that point where, yes, I do understand the feeling of sleep being more important. Than and it's sex. really fun. I mean, when we've hooked up, it's been great fun. So it's like, I don't know, you know, I think opportunities will arise again. Yeah, he, he, so. was, he was there last night, but he was also chatting up a couple very cute guys. So it's like, okay. I think I'm like about plan C for him. You know, it's like, but hey, that's okay. That's it kind of fits my schedule pretty well. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, uh, so yeah, so that was uh, me going out and then coming back, up, getting home about one. And I'm like, God, and, you know, fell asleep pretty quick. And then woke up too early. And I'm like, I just had six hours of sleep. After a night, I just had five hours of sleep. No. And luckily fell back asleep and got a full amount, so I'm, I'm set for today. It doesn't feel like a Sunday, though. No. Uh, yeah. It, I don't know what today feels like. It, it, the only reason why it feels like a Sunday is because we're having this yes. conversation right The last now. time it was Saturday. And, you know, it's it's a beautiful sunny day, hot, which led me, oh, so I, no, well, I could have been late today because... As I'm driving out, I look and there's a basketball court by my house. And normally the guys playing there don't take off their shirts. But today, oh. it was shirt, it was skin versus skin. They all <laughs> had their shirts off and they're all, even the least among them was like nice. And the best were like kind of Amber Crombie Fitch guys. Like there's pecs and there's, and I was like, oh, and it's all in the sun and they're just all dribbling and jumping around. Mm. And, and I'm like... And part of me was like, okay, I'm going to drive by kind of slow and be creepy because <laughs> the dirty old man in me is manifest. And then I'm um, like, oh, if I didn't have to be somewhere, I'd go home, park, and then just take a walk through, through the park. Well, it's the like, park. you know, there's something downtown I probably have to go to, but it's like, no, it's like things to do. <laughs> Rather than perving on the nice basketball players. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh, well. 
but yeah, so uh, so yeah, but yeah, beautiful weather and it's like, uh, and I think there's I, a friend I've not seen in a long time just said, hey, what are you doing later? And it's like, uh, doing something till about three, so we'll probably get together for drinks. And he's had a lot going on in his life, so it'd be a nice chance to catch up. And I have not talked to him in a while, so so that it's a full day of other stuff. I just need to get ready for next week because oh my god, oh my god, it's yeah. busy. <laughs> I'll be glad after Fourth of July weekend's over, a lot, lot less busyness. And that, yeah, that that will be nice. Um, and also that also cuts into you know crafting. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I haven't. I got all the materials I need for projects, and just now it needs to be time and take care of like real world stuff that needs to be dealt with before I can justify you know zoning out and making things. Yeah, I need to crochet up another bone oh. for the new puppy. Oh, okay. Because every good puppy deserves his own bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, when I when I get him his name and his tag and maybe a collar too, but yeah, de- definitely by the the next number six, I gotta have that that oh. handmade bone for him. And speaking of pup play, um, I guess there's a BBC special? Uh, not BBC, uh, ITV. Okay. Yeah, cha- it, or Channel 4, yeah. Like, what, one of the other British okay. networks, yeah, they had an hour-long special on... Like Life of the Human Pup, or... Yeah, so, something like that. And I, I, I was talking to a co-worker about it, and she was like, I can't remember how it came up, but <laughs> it was, um... It came up, and I was like, I just had to show her the picture that they showed from, the, like the the picture they show like on the, the 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 page about it, and it's it shows um a woman saying, and it's about a a, a man who's a human, you know, a pup, right. a pup play, and his wife, and right. the picture though makes it look like she's just kind of a long suffering. It's like okay, well, oh god, because he's there, he's in this latex Dalmatian suit with yes. the latex, and he's up on the couch, you know, pup position, and she's just sitting there. Like, just normally dressed, just staring at the camera, looking like he's doing it. This is, you know, this is, a, this, is this look of, like, he's I'm putting up with this. He's doing it again. But then, um, looking at other stuff, I'm seeing her with him with a leash, talking to people. Oh, yeah. And she's, it's definitely a partnership, and then... Yeah, this no, is, no, yeah. she... She's she is ac- Yeah, she is actually... She is into it. I have a feeling that that, that, that photograph was in, intentionally directed <laughs> to look like that, to, to try and... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, or at least chosen. Maybe she didn't mean to look that way. But, right, yeah. right. But, but it does look like she's just like, oh, God, you know, please. You know, why didn't why can I have a normal husband? But, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I have no idea what he looks like under that. But, you know, you know, he looked pretty skinny under all that latex. So, you know, that. Well, I mean, that's, that's one of the nice things about latex. It, it's it squeezes. Yes, it's very slimming. Um, but, no, so I was telling you about that show that to her. She was kind of amused because I was like, I know I can find it. I couldn't remember the name of the show. But I, and so I was like, I was at computer going like, you know, uh, you know, pups or, you know, human pups or BBC pup show or that. And finally came across it. And it was, she was she was amused by the woman's expression, too. But um, <laughs> it can be because I'm so used to pups talking online. So... Uh, getting ready for this game day. Right. I got there early, so I just went on Facebook to the group and said, hey, I actually got to the store early. I know we're getting together at 9, but it's 8 now, so if someone wants to come by early, it's like, I, I, I said I was I was an excited puppy this morning. And then one of my friends was like, you know, on Facebook, wags tail. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. The, the crossover, because I I still need to talk to him about that, because he he's not into pup stuff at all. <laughs> I think it was just my puppy comment. But I'm like, I usually see this online when pups are talking. Right. And I have to mention, and and, and there are tales that you can buy. And yes. To wag that there are several different kinds of tales. And your wife, who knows? She's kind of cool, and she might even be into that. But I see my friend just be like, it'd be the other way around. She'd be the one all geared up and all set in game to do whatever, and he'd just be the one sitting on the couch like, oh my gosh, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Bless their hearts. So yeah, those are those little crossovers yeah. from, you know, different lifestyles nerds yeah, and, and kink I, I i may have mentioned this on a previous podcast but one of the pups that i know mentioned that uh he was at work he, he works in retail mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that's really giving anything away um and was working with an older lady mm-hmm. and at the end uh, of it she said good boy and he barked in response <laughs> 
And then turned 15 shades of red <laughs> and walked away. I know. Because I can't we, believe I did that. We have those automatic responses. We're like, yeah. oh my. And, you know, because, you know, I saw Wag's tail and, you know, my first response, like, next scritches. And I'm like, <laughs> it'd be like, wait a moment. Whoa. So I, I'm, 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 I'm waiting. I, I didn't have a chance to mention. To mention that to him because we were playing, I forgot. But next time I see him, I'm just gonna be like, "Dude, when you say something like that." Um, but then you know, well, he might be into it. You don't know. More power to him. Cool or is you know, it's just quiet about it. it. Was and then if that was the case, I'd have you know even more respect for it. You know, when I find out people are kinky, I tend to have a lot more respect for them. Like, I mean, nothing wrong with vanilla, but I usually think of vanilla as simply being a lack of imagination or just laziness. You know, and not always case. Some people get all they need of typical vanilla things, or some people are just like, eh, they get enough and they don't want to put so much effort into it. They have other things to do, you know, right? Right. Books to read, shows to watch. Um, I can understand that, but a- you know, angry what? calls to make to elected officials, and yes, angry letters penned off. But no, they are. Uh, but you know, when I learn of people and just think that they were vanilla, and then find out, nope, I'm just like. Oh, cool. Or maybe it's just I feel like they're more part of the tribe. It's like, okay. Because mm-hmm. I also think of kinky people tend to be a, a bit more aware of their own sexual needs. And I mean, they are full of hangups too, but I think they yes. at least thought about it and are not just taking this, the boring hangups that everybody seems to have. Right. Yeah. So it's, I, I th- think of them being a bit more aware of themselves and others. So I'm always very happy to find out people are kinky because i was just listening to a podcast and a comment came up which makes me think one of the co-hosts and his wife are into things and just the way they it came up it was a little double entendre and someone kind of shut it down it's like it wasn't like oh let's not talk about weird stuff it's like you've hit too close to home let's not <laughs> too much of our personal lives to the audience i'm like oh, oh i okay. suddenly have a even more respect for you <laughs> it's like bless your heart yeah. um but no, I think, uh, uh, yeah, uh, craft, like, pup hoods. And trouble is, okay, so it was first Friday. Yeah. I mentioned pup hood patterns, and someone mentioned, oh, yeah, that they had a pattern or, like, knew of where they were. I'm like, ooh, because I talked about making, you know, like a right. ad hoc pattern from a hood. But someone actually said they actually had patterns from making pup hoods out of foam. And I'm I'm... I'm pretty sure I know who it was, but I'm not certain because I'm trying to think sure well, who's having conversations. If, if, if you're listening to yes. this, please contact uh, us at Harry Prone Comp so that we can get that together so that Lancey Mike can make some pup hoods. Or at least think about it and buy the materials for it and all this and stuff. And then never and actually and make then it. Just let it clutter my living room like everything else. But but hey, at least that's an, some effort toward it. Yeah, at least you're stimulating the economy and spending oh, yeah. money. At least Michaels and Joanne's, not Hobby Lobby, unless there's a coupon. And I'm buying something <laughs> kinky. But I'm pretty sure I remember who it was. I just have to message them saying, hey, was it you who said that? And then if they're like, nope, then I'd be like, okay, now I have to figure it out. Now we have to figure out which one it was. Out of but, I mean, it's a limited pool. Zero. It's like, it wasn't yeah, a usually I, busy night. No. I only, talk, I only interact with a handful. So, yeah, well... We'll get that uh, figured out. Update about my interview on the sewers of Paris. Oh, yes, I I had I had a conversation with Matt Baum about this. The original plan was that my interview was going to go live the Thursday before IML. Okay, that was the original plan. What ended up happening is that that. Uh, was during the period of voting for some podcast awards. Okay. And so he wanted to use an interview that he felt would pull more of an audience so he could get, you know, so he could mention it. It had a bit more gravitas to it, maybe a, a known individual who would be known yes. by others. So, Which he has. He's talked to many, some, you know, a variety of people, yes. some who are famous you know, yeah. So, so that week, famous. And... So that week, it was uh, international drag superstar Ben Delacreme. Oh, yeah, I listened to that one. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, which yeah was great, interesting interview, and bumped by Ben. Bump, Delacreme. Bumped by Ben by Ben Delacreme. <laughs> I'm not. Bitter. I'm not angry at all. So right now, assuming something else doesn't bump me again. Uh, we're looking at July 7th. Okay. And 
So, which means... So we have to up our game for that. <laughs> right, so... It's the podcast that happens either before and after that one. Well, we really have to be on our game. Yeah! Oh, damn. <laughs> well, you know, we've survived... This is, what, episode 24, I think? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've we've gone on a lot longer than some podcasts <laughs> I know, and... Yeah, I, I think we're doing well. We have with varying levels of you know varying levels of uh you know uh, regularity. Yeah, I mean we haven't completely run out of ideas okay. yet. I don't think so. And you know I've got some people you know I've got some ideas and need to bring some people in to get them to talk about them. So yeah, we'll see who we can pull in. And also, it gives me an excuse to uh, well, it gives me an excuse to expand my craft you know ideas and. Get on projects. Also, gives me an excuse to like you know try and push the you know boundaries of what I do kink wise. Just uh, you know, it's like say, okay, I've done this. There's a I wouldn't call it a bathhouse, but there's a place that people go to for basically sex in Lansing. Um, I, yes, I have heard of this place, and I'm curious about checking it out just to be able to talk about it and say, okay, what was it like? Yeah, we, we might want to plan. Not a time for us to go together, but we need to to say, okay. We're going to talk about this place next episode. Let's... I mean, it's a, it's a legitimate business. I mean, yeah. legitimate as in legal. As in, you know, people aren't paying for sex there. There's somebody going there and there's a room that's private that, you know, you have to pay a cover and go through a gatekeeper to get to to do stuff. And it's like, you know, sounds perfectly legal to me. It's like, you know, what you do in a private situation. It's like, okay. Online, there's certain sites that, you know, talk about cruising sites and there's discussions about what nights are busy and who's there and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So it's like, uh, yeah, I, I'm just wondering, you know, is it like a, you know, a bar where you might go and there'd be one person or, you know, there's other. I'm kind of curious. I have a friend who is known for cruising and going around and he doesn't want to go there. It's like, dude, you have, you blow guys in rest stops and you don't want to go there. And he just, he just feels it's too skeezy or that for him. I'm like. Dude, I know some of the things you've done. <laughs> Wally, really? You know, and, and the, the actually, things you've done in the back of a semi. I don't know if he's done that. I know another friend who does that because he's a semi driver. And I found his Tumblr where he like, you know, films things he does in a semi. I was like, oh, bless you, boy. <laughs> bless you. Uh, yeah, big burly truckers. Now I've I've never had any luck. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I guess I don't know the mores and the etiquette and the timing Grindr. of it. Grinder has made it an, a very much easier thing. You wheel into a new city and you get in Grinder and then boom, someone says, hey, and it's like, hey, I'm my truck's here so I can't come to you. Will you come pick me up? And then they go out for dinner and maybe go back to someone's place and, you know, for, you know, just some companionship, he gets a place to sleep that night that's not in the back of his truck. So it's really been something, you know, like I said, the apps are hugely, you know, useful for him. Not only having lots of varieties of sex, but, you know, finding, and I think it sounds like he also kind of develops relationships with these people. It's like, hey, I've got someone in this town, i got someone in this town that I can hang with and all that. So it's like, oh, cool. So yeah, I, and they, I just wonder what it was like, well, I know what it was like pre-internet days, Gay Truckers Digest. I have I, I, I have a single copy of yep. that yeah i remember picking up at a bookstore out of curiosity and it was like kind of sweet and then i recognized one of the profiles it was like, <laughs> someone i used to we used to be in the chorus and now has moved but it was like and i kind of brought it up to him and he wasn't embarrassed at all i was like oh yeah that you know i met lots of nice guys through that i was like oh cool this would have been back in 2010 mm-hmm. they, they were still making it but i was working for the census at the time mm-hmm. uh, and they sent me out to Perry, Michigan, which is basically just a truck stop and an adult bookstore. Oh, yeah. And so I picked up what, a copy. Is it 105, I think? Or? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's it's also the site. It's also the, the stop you get off on to go to the Buddhist temple. Okay, so it's a, <laughs> it's a truck stop, a, a porn store, and a Buddhist temple. Sure, why not? The, no, the temple's just down, it's a ways down the road and lots of turns. It's not oh. the same building, although that would be cool. <laughs> no, I, um, on my way, when I go to visit my hometown, I always go past that. And it's like, you know, sometimes like on the way back, it's like, 
have I had just a bit too much family? Do I need a little bit of kink? But then I, you know, I think I did stop there once, but they didn't have, you know, magazines. There aren't really the variety of magazines there once was. No, no. And DVDs are always just really expensive. Now, I remember the good old days, late 90s, before the internet, you know, when I was 18, so I could get in Mm -hmm. legally, although I've had my beard since I was, you know, 13, 14, and, you know, I... At 16, I was exploring those places, mm-hmm. and they never asked me for ID. It looked like I was in my 20s. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there were all sorts of interesting magazines. Um, you know, Bear Magazine, mm-hmm. um, Foreskin Quarterly. Uh, Bound and Gag. Bound and Gag, Zeus, Vulcan. Um, yeah. Just a variety. Yeah. I mean, just even the variety of the glossy, like, you know, is a... Uh, Freshmen, advocate men. Uh, and I always was amused by the ones that were like used to body part, because um, there used to be like that for the straight magazines. It was like a leg show or you know buns. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a uh, rump, rump, rump was one for the gay. I don't know how long it lasted, but I just was very amused by that one. It's like, oh, yeah, and you know there were just a, and you know thinking back on them today, the photographs in them were downright tasteful. <laughs> I mean, like, most of the time in foreskin quarterly, the guys weren't even hungered because they wanted to show yeah. off. They wanted to show off the foreskin. And, uh, but, yeah, or, you know, Bear Magazine and, you know, or hand jobs and, yeah, and, and, and it all went away. Well, yeah, um, well, it just changed. I mean, it's, it's a different kind of beast online. You know, there's all that stuff's available online and even more so, you know, and oh, even yeah. more niche, you know, like, you know, it's, if there was a magazine for your idea, there's probably a website. I there's a Tumblr how, for it. <laughs> I wonder how much of that is also, uh, like, um, I'm kind of curious because MSU Special Collections is an incredible collection of, uh, things. And I wonder what, yeah, what their gay porn collection is like, because I wouldn't be surprised if they did have, you know, they, they, they save like bar magazines, you know, Metra and all those, they have a full collection of those. Oh, so is that where you found the 25 years of Mr. International Letter? Nope. Oh, no. Uh, Thank you for that, by the way. I own it. Oh, okay. the year I volunteered was the year they realized they had boxes of them that hadn't moved in eight years, so they gave one to each person. Okay. But it wasn't my copy, it was my friend's copy. Uh, because we're talking about uh, the belt and yes, vest that the, you the belt and vest for Mister Detroit Eagle ninety five ninety six. It was in the back of my mind that you were looking for a name to put with it, and I was with a friend who has gone to many, many, many IMLs. There's yeah. a few he's missed in the past, I think twenty twenty five years. He also had the book because he had volunteered that year. Um, I was over at his place and we're talking, and he said, "Wait a minute, let me find that." He dug it up. We flipped through it, and it was like, okay, how is this organized? And then, yeah, they had each year. So you said 95. I went to 95, and we realized because what happened was uh, there's a chart saying that year there are three contestants from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so when you had found out that Mr. E- Detroit Eagle was not a feeder thing to MML, Mr. Right. Michigan Leather, right. but it turns out they just go directly to IML, or which makes sense anyway. because yeah. um, it's close. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. you only have to get a car right away and you're at the... Con- so I could see why there's three contestants from Michigan there, or bars. You know, it's oh, less yeah. of a burden to fund someone to go to IML next door. So I was flipping through and like, yeah, in the 1995, we saw a name and it said Mr. Detroit Eagle. And I was like, cool. But, and, and then I wrote back, are we sure that, yeah. that Mr. Detroit Eagle 95-96 would compete IML No, your sash is 95-96? Yes, yes okay. he actually says And then I looked under 96 and it had... The name and it said Mr. Dre Eagle ninety five through ninety six. So it's like yeah, yay! We have we have a winner. We have a match. We have a name, and I've been asking. Now that I've got the name, I've been asking all of my older contacts in Detroit. They think he was a member of Detroit Icon, okay. which I don't know if that's still going. I, I think yeah, no, Icon is still going. Um, the the other two tribe and Trident folded. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, so yep. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it was just I was one of those things I was thinking about. You know, you were looking for. It's like, well, I needed to try some Google Foo, and but a lot of the lists I was finding ended around ninety seven online. There's a yeah, website. which is which is when the internet really got going. Was so, but yeah, it was a nice resource, and I'm so sorry <laughs> because the pictures I sent you of the thing were upside down. I know. It's like I'm not holding my phone right. And it's like oh, I don't understand technology. Here's data, but. You know, I was able to flip the pictures okay. uh, oh, yeah. around, and uh, a basic Google search on that name um, turned up a sculpture artist in Palm Springs hmm. who doesn't look nearly old enough oh. to be the guy. They think he might be in, might have moved to Florida, but many Michigan yeah, Michiganders, yeah, yeah, ma- many Michigan people do end up in Florida. So I don't know that I'll ever. Find out more, but I'm I am very happy that I have a name, so that so I can it. So when I give it to the Leather Archives and Museum, uh, which is the plan, uh, if I can make it there in November for uh, Mister International Rubber, mm-hmm. that I will drop that off and say I found this in a secondhand store, and I'm sure that there's people involved. I mean, between uh, Detroit Bondage Club and Number Six. You know, I'm sure there's overlap with leather communities, and I know there's someone in one of those crowds that would know, you know. Yeah, but, you know, also it's, you know, been 20 years mm-hmm. now, and memories fade, and, you know, we're, we're not that good with names, mm-hmm. and you didn't find a, a picture with his name captioned under it. Yeah, we kind of flipped through just to see, because um, it's funny, because the one from 95 was a finalist. Mm-hmm. But it turns out there's like 20 finalists, so it's right. like, okay. Um, you know, but I imagine I wouldn't, there must be a, a you know, a crowd shot or a group photo. Um, might not have been in that book, because I think they want some variety in the pictures they showed. Right, but, and, um, you know, I'm, crowd shots over and over, but yeah. I I'm sure a, there must, I'm sure there must be a lineup of all the contestants on the stage, and they took a picture yeah. and with, you know, kind of like a And, and I bet photo. if... If I dug into the leather archives, I could find that photograph. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's IML. Um, you know, I don't know if they're online, but there must be records of all the contestants and all of that. So yeah, I don't, I don't. I did. I did write to them, and they they said that's old enough. We would have to go back into our paper archives. So it's not something that would just quickly turn up in yeah. a search. And but I would be know, curious they, to see if yeah, yeah. this was how why it ended up there you know if the person is still alive you know at least ask you know they might have just gotten tired of it and it's like hey this is not my life anymore you know yeah. i'm not that they went vanilla or something but just that the you know you can only have so much space for stuff right or you know i i was you know i was a 105 pound twink back <laughs> then and now i'm a big old bear and doesn't fit me anymore it doesn't you know fit my body doesn't fit my personality and so sold it off or when i'm you know, the other likely scenarios that end up there through an estate sale. Mm. Which so I I'm glad I've got the name. That mm-hmm. that that was the one step I mean, closer. We are yeah, one step closer to finding out about that. And you know, it's giving me I am I am on a quest. I have a quest. <laughs> so. I'm glad to offer some assistance. This worked out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I do greatly appreciate uh, your legwork on that. Oh, right. Because uh, I forgot to set... Oh, we are just about at that cool. time. Uh, final section of crafting. Yeah, uh, do need to get in making up another one of those crocheted dicks. And yep. w- want to see if I can get that nice mush- defined oh. mushroom head on it. See if I can finally pull that out. Maybe if you off. put something in there, you know, to kind of define it. Especially something that has like a bell. Or squeaker. <laughs> um, yeah, if it, if I, my crafting thing. I, I I walked past a like a love seat that had been thrown on the side of the road that was mm-hmm. black leather, and I was like, oh, it's like it was kind of close to my home, but it's like I was felt too self conscious to like run get a utility knife and harvest what leather leather I could from it for crafts. Also, it looked like a lot of it was just something something had happened to a lot of it. It was discolored. I saw it at night, so I'm like. Uh, maybe not yeah but some one of these days i will yeah strip down yeah a, no an abandoned I, leather couch just like a vulture yes, <laughs> yes no i know i know several people who have attacked old leather couches and turned it into leather gear and then they hand it off 
the uh, styrofoam cushions, mm-hmm. the foam cushions, to their friends who do drag, and they make wonderful hip oh. pads. Because <laughs> when, when you do drag, your hips should be as wide as your shoulders. Oh. Or what? Or wider, depending on on how how saucy you want to go. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, that that's the general rule I've heard. And, watching enough drag race yeah all right so yeah uh and i'm still moving along slowly on the doctor who scarf i i can still have to find mine i I must exist but my living room is messing (laughs) i think i will have it finished by winter or if not finished at least long enough to be usable by the time winter rolls around yeah that's my goal have it ready for when the snows come back well We've run out of time again. Send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com. Tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Our theme music is Hotspot by Austin. The Creative Commons Attribution License. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night. <laughs>